right. Well, hello, LinkedIn and YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Twitch. We are here live <clears throat> from the Data Canada house. It's battling mics. Welcome to the Lights on Data show, everybody. To the dedicated show. Yeah, the dedicated show and the, the Scott Taylor show. The I can't show. get in. No, I'm no show. I'm no show. <laughs> so let's start with who we have here today. We're going to start with the guy without the dedicated shirt. Hey, Ben Taylor. I'm wide awake. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. I took a red eye last night, so hopefully I can say something useful yeah. besides having my eyes wander off in different directions. <laughs> Hi, Christina Stathopoulos. I am best known on LinkedIn for the, the Book a Week Challenge, and I'm also a big uh, advocate of speaking and classes around uh, data analytics and emerging technologies. George Furikan, co-host of the Lights on Data show and the Lights on Data YouTube channel. I'm, I'm going to talk into both mics at the same time. I'm Scott Taylor, the Data Whisperer. I'm just here with all my data venture friends. I do have a couple slides. Can I show some slides? No, no can I show? All right, we'll do that later. Author of the book, Telling Your Data Story, Data Storytelling for Data Management, 99% buzzword free. That's a guarantee I can guarantee. Do you want me to keep going? Oh, no, no. We've got, we've got one more there. Hold on. I am Diana Furikan, the other half of the Lights on Data show. Awesome, and I am Kate Strachne, the host of The Dedicated Show. We've got everyone here together in New Jersey, sort of randomly today. We've had Scott Taylor show up with Christina while I was still doing a live session uh, with Atacama, so that was a fun surprise. But after some donuts, coffee, um, and Perrier water for those non-coffee drinkers, um, we're going to have a session and talk about whatever it is you guys want to hear about. So if you got questions, put them in the comments. We do have access to comments, even though they're I super can't far read away. the comments from here. I'll read can't them to you read, on the phone. Yeah, the we're gonna have to get you to run up there, Scott, and like and read. Just <laughs> click stuff. Which so we're on two shows at once. Exactly. This is oh, incredible. Yeah, so let us know double show. Issues. Can you hear us? If you can't Ooh, hear us, let good us question. know in the comments. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're out there. I can hear you clicking. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do a little sound check on you because we are using two mics. Um, oh, we look great. We do look great. There. Data Ventures Unite. <laughs> we're excited. All of us have never met each other in person. It's our big yeah. secret. Wait, I've yeah. met you before. I, you and I met in person. I'm pretty sure I met Who you else has met each other in person? Anyway, I've not seen I, I met George and Diana. I met George. We, George in we met in person, yeah. That's for sure. Okay. We saw each other a couple times before. <laughs> okay, so Raj is here. You can, Raj, can you hear us okay? So this is... Question number one. Uh, question number two. I think we're going to start with Ben because he's the widest awake here. So Ben, yep. what do we expect to see in the world of AI? Data robot then? Oh, well, I think <laughs> augmented reality <laughs> and so yeah. forth. Yeah. Well, wait, I... wait, give him a mic. What would you say the top twenty trends are? Oh, I think the biggest trend is just how hard it is to do things right. The the time to completion. So I think. Six or seven years ago, when I was running the data science team at Hireview, it took two years to get something into production that was consumed by customers. And we felt we were really proud of ourselves for doing it. Yeah. And now, you know, with some of these solutions, but also just standing on the shoulders of giants, we can do things in a couple hours that would have been very intimidating five years ago. So I think you're going to continue to see that trend. And one of the things I talk about is I, in the future, I want to drink my coffee in the morning and have a conversation with my house about what it did last night and where it got stuck. And then I'll help it get unstuck. 
So imagine having like a junior data scientist house yeah. that is doing your bidding at night. And yeah, that would be nice. Do you have a smart house? I, I do have, so I have a, a video system in my office that knows what I'm doing. So it knows if I'm working out or working. Um, and then I'm, I just installed a fisheye lens camera in my TV room because it's going to start delivering consequences when the house is messy. So the TV will turn off. Oh my God. Yeah. Whoa. So then I don't have to parent anymore. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So seven, um, seven, nine and, and 12. Okay. All right. So. Can it detect vegetables on a plate that doesn't allow them to have dessert yet? I, I need to work. I need to work on that. Just want to say hello to Susan Walsh. Oh, Susan, we miss you. Susan, where are you? Susan, get on, get on an airplane right now. Susan, we'll wait for you right now. Take the take the reverse red eye and show. We're here. <laughs> we got a spot for you. We're ready to see Susan. We will be seeing Susan Walsh live in person in December. Yes. At the next Some day of Avengers December 6th. She's in L London, right? Uh, right? London. Yeah. yeah. Let's wake up Danny. Danny Ma in Australia. Yes, he couldn't make it because of the, you know, um, the long flight, I guess. And well, he's still trapped in Australia, right? They don't he wasn't they don't invited. Oh, oh, I'm no. sorry. <laughs> so we all got truth hats, but I don't know why. Truth hats. Thought I'd do some merchandising here. We've got our truth hats. We've got our dedicated shirts on. We're fully branded for you. We're like NASCAR here. We're all loaded with every, all our sponsors. One way or the other, Kate has opened up her doors for the first and potentially the last time to this group. <laughs> and we're thrilled to be here in person. Everybody's about the size I thought they were. Anybody surprised by anyone yeah, else? No. Everyone's Everybody. the correct size. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm used to seeing everybody just with a little, little teeny tiny icon. Mm -hmm. So. You're much much larger in person yeah. so people don't seem shorter no no i think uh, like tom cruise i don't think that no there was not like a sort of jolting like whoa that guy's so little i didn't think it was that big <laughs> <laughs> didn't have that experience yeah yeah so scott keep talking yeah i'm the only one here who actually talks just for a living that's all i do for a living is talk the rest of you have real jobs oh, you're doing very well. <laughs> i hope so <laughs> Can you tell us the, the story behind the truth hat? The truth hat. Yeah, it's just the truth hashtag. The truth have just decided, you know, it's truth and data. There's truth in data and there's meaning in data. And you got to determine the truth first before you derive meaning. So I just kind of reinforced that. And uh, I thought the hats worked. Got a wide variety here of hats. You don't have to move. Do you want me to hold it? But I'll, I'll just hold the mic for myself. Scott, I think no. the voice helps you very much. Yeah, That's I think it. so. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. You have a great voice. <laughs> so I love this group. Let's hear from Christina. Give, give the microphone. No, I'm not done yet. Oh, no. Okay. We'll cut you off. We can't even Go ahead, Christina. Christina, can you tell us about the Book a Week Challenge? The Book a Week Challenge. Um, so it's, it's pretty straightforward. You try to read a book a week. And if you can't do that, you can read a book a month. That's good enough. Um, but it's just really about trying to set, like stick to, stick to strong goals, um, and making habits. And it's a lot easier than, than you think it is. Once you pick up a book and you really make it a part of your day, you'll, you'll quickly realize that you can, you can stick to even a, a book a week like I do. And what are you reading now? 
I'm reading a very interesting book. Um, I'm actually reading right now. So I switched between like data type books and then novels and odd things, sci-fi. But right now I'm reading Iraq Plus 100. And it's um, arguably the only sci-fi short story book coming out of Iraq. And 10 different authors from Iraq were tasked with writing short stories, um, imagining Iraq 100 years after the U.S. occupation. And it's mainly sci-fi, but very interesting and very unique uh, oh. book yeah 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 I have from a data perspective no no I do I do I have a Goodreads account that's probably okay. the easiest place to do it and then it's on my list I wanted to make a dashboard okay. so I'll get there but I want to make a dashboard and organize everything yeah do you do you ever read a book more than once um I think very rare just because, and there are some books that I'm thinking about I'll revisit, but very rarely just because I love to dive into something new. And do you have a favorite out of all the books that you've read? Ooh, that's a really tough question. Um, I can't pick a top. Like one of my one of my favorite is probably Everybody Lies. Oh, well, oh, that's true. That's true. It's this one. Oh, they, oh, how did that come up? Oh, you're that's right. right that's I right. Know, Kate, I'm completely really slipped my mind. Kate read hers very carefully. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing better than telling your data story. You're right. Oh, I should have brought mine. So when are you going to write your own book? I do. I am not a writer. I'm not a writer. Really? No. I'm really bad about writing. You don't have to write it. You just talk on your phone. That's true. I might be able to do it that way. That's true. Yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. No, I meant I meant this bestseller. I met this New York Times bestseller in Dublin and I thought Man, I could never write a book. And he said, oh, it's so easy. I just talked to my phone in the morning during my commute. And then I gave like 30 days of recordings to the ghostwriter. But he also had to pay $70,000. So yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, that's... yeah. You know who needs to write a book? You've got it. You've got, oh, yeah, you've got the content, George. Oh, We're thank you, guys. Encouraging you to, thank write, you. to take that leap. I know it's a you know, personal journey, but I, I, you've got the content. Thank you. I can help you with the editing. Yeah, Dan, I can help me. Nice. Why are you so quiet? You are the real storyteller. Come on, Ben. Come on. I am sleepy. And Ravid is mentioning Ben Taylor is missing skiing right now. For this. That was from your boss. Your boss. So tell us how you got here today. Well, I was going to go skiing today at five in the morning and then i got it in utah and then i got a text from kate last night that said make it happen and i was like uh. <laughs> and i was like technically i could make it work i did have a reason to be out here and so well it was a bonus i i came out a day early because i'll be in dc tomorrow but i i did give up skiing to be here thank you okay. so, yeah so skiing is almost like religion. So it's it's pretty significant. What do you do in the summer? Cry. <laughs> so <laughs> I cry. I cry all summer. Have you ever tried those like skiing on roller skates? It's like a mix. Um, you have I, I've, I've seen. I've seen that. Yeah. I. It, it's funny because the CTO of Algorithmia is really big in the backcountry skiing. And so I've been talking to him about how we need to do some marketing where we're standing on top of Mount Superior. It's 11,000 feet oh, wow. in the snow and we're using data robot on a laptop, like something <laughs> stupid. Yes. And then we ski. 
might be easier to just Photoshop this instead. Like that's yeah, green screen. Yeah, maybe. I had this guy post on Facebook that he he has like frostbite or whatever, like his fingers are almost falling off, so you gotta be careful about. I don't know how cold it gets up there. Yeah. No. It. it well, it's more about the fall hazard, so okay. it's. I'm not that worried about that. I feel yeah. it should be okay that way. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's fun when you can do marketing projects like that, where it's more. The, the funny thing about marketing, because I, I know we're we're data scientists, or we focus on the data domain, yeah. but I do a lot of stuff in marketing, and the fun thing with marketing is you just have to think outside the box. So like, yeah. features and speeds, enterprise platform, like that that type of stuff is boring, yeah. but skiing and. All these other things are exciting, so I there's still ways hear to hear from people about the, the LinkedIn line you did on a bike. Oh, like, yeah, I really love that thing you did. I'm like, it was really bad. Like, people got nauseous on that show. It was a full hour, it was a full hour of biking <laughs> on a link. Yeah, we didn't really talk about much. I think we just panted, we just panted for like an hour. Um, and then Peloton ripped you guys off, yeah, they found the model compelling and but she wanted to do this session. I don't know if you remember this one, Katie. You wanted to do it on a boat. Oh, wait, that, that was fun. No? You wanted to do a, a You wanted buddy. to do a kayaking. Sorry. She I did it skiing. To, she wanted to Yeah, I wanted him kayak, to be kayaking. Which I, I will do if I can get the Christina's going to do it swimming at some point, she said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So, uh, Diana, do you mind if I put Just, you on the spot a little bit? I, I want to ask you, what do you like about, you know, all these shows, the Lights and Data show, of course, but, you know, the Data Kata show, Susan's show, Ravid's show, Scott Taylor's show, The Truth. What do you like about Data? Of course. And also, Susan, and also Susan's songs, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the vibe and the energy and the support. Uh, the fact that this group is very, very, like, united, and uh, people, whenever one has an idea, everyone else is like, yeah, do it. It's going to be amazing. And then when that person does it and everyone is cheering for for that uh, uh, person. And I mean, I feel here among celebrities. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I am hopefully a celebrity by association <laughs> only. And look at the, is this a raccoon? <laughs> it's a wolf with identity issues probably. <laughs> Yes, and I find that this group is uh, is amazing and full of people that have so much potential and so much to give, and they've given already to the data field. I love the fact that everyone has their own specialty, their own niche, and they make a great whole, if uh, you know what I mean. Not a whole, but like a whole. Yeah, H. Yeah, we get <laughs> <laughs> is that um, a satisfying answer, Mr. Husband? Yes, that's a very nice job. Thank there. you, thank you. I agree. By the way, that's what I love about this group too. And if you come after one of us, the rest of us will come after you. Just know that. If you haven't noticed that yet, the poking has been reduced in some of our comment areas because we will come after you if you come after one of us. Just know that. Data Ventures unite. Data Ventures unite. Thing on LinkedIn is there's awful sexual harassment comments that women get in private messages, and I've had two of them. Um, you had one, which was great, and then I had another one. <laughs> well, it, well, it's not, it's not great. Yeah, it's not great. So I, I take a screenshot, and um, I forgot what yours was, but a lot of times it's some guy is calling someone like a, 
Oh, yeah, 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 I remember now. Yeah. Okay. And so I post the screenshot and I hide your name. Yeah. But I don't hide their name. Yeah. And the last two times I've done it, the first time I did it, the guy deleted his LinkedIn because everyone's tagging his employer. And, but it's funny because there's always the comment about, you should just tell them not to do that. Try. And yeah, I'm like, no. Yeah. It like, worse. It yeah. Worse. So I, I'd be very happy doing that every day. Like if I could just have something in my inbox. Yeah, like here, look what this guy said to me. And I'll say, great. I'm so non-confrontational. Like I literally could not. Like I would just block this person on every platform and just pretend it's never happened. I, I yeah. That's more my well, approach, which yeah. is why I need, I need Ben here. Yeah. Well, I think it's so funny because imagine the terror of that person when they see, because they're getting like bulk yes. tagged because everyone's tagging them in the comments. Oh and they're like, hey, respond, respond. Why did you call this? Uh, why did you call this girl a bitch? Respond. And imagine if you woke up in the morning, you're like, oh, that there were actually consequences for that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know. There are consequences. Yeah. That's the truth. Be kind. That's the truth. We do have a question here from the audience. Kay, can you tell us more about the dedicated circle? The dedicated circle has not officially launched yet, but it will this week. It is, um, who asked the question? Ravid. Ravid. <laughs> I'm going to put you in the spot, Ravid. Uh, we have so, a question from who's a, a Ravid. <laughs> oh, nice to meet you. So, Ravid Jane, okay, we see you from the Ravid show. Um, yeah, so the Dedicated Circle is a brand new thing from Dedicated where it's going to be an online community. Um, I will share more, so definitely follow Dedicated or follow me because I will be blasting all uh, all social media once that actually opens up for people. Right now, we have about 50 members that are, are sort of getting to join that circle early on. And pretty sure everyone in this room has already joined or has received an invitation. Uh, but yeah, it's another place for data professionals to connect, get resources, have conversations. There's even a, a channel for book recommendations that you can, you know, just put your books in every, every week um, and a place for asking questions. So that dear dedicated column that I've been thinking about where you can submit any types of questions where, and I'll sort of hunt down the expert to answer that, that's going to live in the dedicated circle as well. So fun stuff coming uh, up. Coming another soon. question about the dedicated circle. It's not a ranking, but can you tell us who member number one is? So no, actually I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it slipped my mind. Who, I really who don't Who could know. be member number one, by so the way? So member number oh, one oh, oh, is oh, obviously oh. Scott Taylor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very nice. He literally nice. is my, I got a text from Kate said, make it happen. Log in oh, here. No, Tell me what it looks like. <laughs> I'm testing this. You to change your picture. Can you see the dashboard? Out. Yeah. She goes, rule number one, you have to use real picture. Oh, yeah. Wow, you have to use your real name and you use real picture. I had to fill out a This form. way when Ben comes after you, we know those, who it was. Those texts are intimidating, aren't they? They are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially when you just get M-I-H. You know, uh-oh, you better really get, get going. I don't even know. M-I-H. Make what it is... happen. Oh, oh my gosh. It's like, uh-oh, I got an M-I-H. Wow. I'll need proof okay. of this text message. I'll need some proof of that. But anyways, um, yeah, thanks for that that circle question. I've been I've been thinking about this for a long time and uh, excited to finally launch it soon. And we have another question for Ben. When are you going to join Susan Walsh on her uh, lip sync challenge? Oh. <laughs> right now. Hold on. Oh, I I don't know. I I think I need. I might need a, a couple shots of tequila to join her. Because uh, I'm actually terrified of singing. I'm terrified. I'm so I'm terrified of singing publicly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So one thing about lip sync. But I'll I'll dance. I, I'll dance, but I won't sing. One thing you should know about uh, lip sync challenge is that it's not actually singing. Oh, right. So there's a I tip for you. That might, depending. yeah. So yeah. I don't know if you knew that part, but uh, no volume, just lip you sync. You have a favorite song? Ready? Well, it's funny because <laughs> when you think about your personal brand, it feels. I think one of the things I learned from you, Kate, is your person. It feels off brand for me to lip sync. Uh, so one of the things I learned from you, Kate, was um, just to be authentic. So I, I think early on with LinkedIn, I think like, okay, 6 a.m. Eastern, time to post. Like you start thinking that way. Yeah, yeah. And then talking to you, you're like, I just post whenever it comes in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, which I, which I love because you'll post an idea and then you'll have another idea. And by posting right away, that'll cannibalize the attention of the first one. But if you don't really care, I don't. yeah, which I it's, I like. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys noticed that it's easier to come up with um, novel content when you're interviewing people? Like you're you're talking to people you're interviewing you're reading books and you I, I imagine for all of us we have this pretty regular feed of that's really interesting i've never mm -hmm. thought about it that way mm -hmm. have you guys noticed that with the guests you have i've never had a time where i don't have content i can post 25 things right now and i, I try to pause it a little bit now so it's not overwhelming for the audience but yeah definitely having conversations and i do this it's part of my job is just interview people uh, very helpful to just learn what's happening out there and just get all these ideas so. i'm curious of this group what their most controversial posts have been so have you had a post in the past where you've regretted it or you've had to delete it or people have freaked out and you know called for your head because of something you said online actually for, yeah for me it was during the elections and i just posted something around the elections on the data how to not represent it because it's misleading mm -hmm. and i you know i thought it was very I'm partial, you know, I wasn't sharing any political views, but I was, it was surprising how many people were like, wanted to gut me mm -hmm. for showing, yeah, the data in different ways. Uh, yeah. I didn't really have anything controversial, but well, some, like I say stuff like master data is the most important data or structured data works harder than unstructured data. And then these unstructured data, people just get all over me. They're like, no, there's value in here and blah, blah, blah. And, or I get, my favorite kind of pushback is when they say, well, you know, it's more complicated than that. I go, yeah, that's your problem. <laughs> you explain it and it's too complicated. People don't understand it. I'm trying to simplify it. So folks who don't understand it at all get some sense, you know, can kind of come in the door. Then we can get, you know, deeper. But I get pushback from sort of highly technical folks, which I claim not to be at all. But, you know, in terms of controversy, they'll go, how can you make a statement like that? Because I'm just I'm on your side. I'm trying to get people who are going to fund you to give you money and they don't give you money because they don't understand what you're talking about because they're from the business side. So I know I, I do um, put this quite a lot. You know, let's put the lights on data and certain people. They're like, well, no, let's not forget about people. And I'm, I'm not saying let's not forget about people. Yeah. yeah, but I had more questions here, but um, I was trying to invite Susan. I yes. I couldn't. I know my link is not working. Oh, people, I can so invite her. So, so, yeah. so, so there's folks who are saying to you, "Oh no, it's also about people." But it's also about processes, okay? So like, 
no, no, no but, it's 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 like no people are let's put the lights on people, people are the most important thing. I, I love and, it how we all go. Well, you, I love it when somebody like in a room goes, Well, there's also people involved, and you right. go, well, Of course, well, okay, yeah, <laughs> good point. Because yeah. we're all people. If there weren't yeah. people, we wouldn't have data. Thank you. Can we move on? <laughs> it just you know, adding that in there. We all that's a that's table stakes, it's always about people. All right, we got a few questions. Oh, yeah, go because ahead. Because I came up with this logo. It was my only contribution to Lights on Data. But... The yeah. logo? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, the logo, the, the thing with the lights on data, the yes. name. Yes. Yeah, that, we like that. All right. So questions. Questions. So Greg is saying, so we shouldn't be all allowed in the same room, first of all. <laughs> we shouldn't be allowed in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> We're not all eating the same food. Don't worry. We're not all having the same uh, I had I had her mom's uh, dessert. Oh, <laughs> it was the best. Um, okay, David says, so you shouldn't create content on LinkedIn, question mark, question mark, because most of the talking heads uh, thought leaders on LinkedIn say differently, or at least, you know, they want to teach me after paying tons of money for their LinkedIn coaching and workshop. So I think we should make a, you know, a point about being consistent and authentic and all that good stuff. But I, I think being human is a little bit more important than posting at 6am, you know, Eastern, because people are on that. Yeah. At that time, which they're actually yeah. not, but that was a bad example. 10am Tuesdays is what everybody probably told you to do. So you should have some strategy behind it. But at the end of the day, being human is, I think, what at least it's helped me um, build the, the actual real connections and, and build that community. We all have a strategy. We all have topics that we cover. We don't post yeah. on like, you know, I have sales background, but I don't post on sales because that's not my focus. Yeah. So we stay focused in these certain areas. We kind of try and own that, that niche in some way, have a defined point of view, be consistent with it. Like I say, be authentic. And as they say, if you can fake that, you got to make. George posts on coffee, though. And I post about running. Yeah. And and I think that's good. So some people would call foul and say that that's Facebook content. I actually think that you should post more about some of your travel stuff that you do on LinkedIn. I haven't been able to because of COVID. Oh, okay. (laughs) Post old old Instagram photos. Uh, the other thing too, that I think it's, it's much easier to post in the moment. Cause I think if, if we all said, we're going to post right now, I don't know what I'd post about right now. Cause I don't really care about like, uh, there's not, yeah, yeah, but it's so much better if it's in the moment you wrap up a yeah. podcast and you're like, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And you just write it in the moment. So. Yeah, I would say I'm very similar. Like, don't over, you shouldn't overthink it. Um, and I just kind of have ideas pop in my head, like Ben is saying. I mean, I'll be reading a book and I find something interesting or I wake up in the morning over tea and I am thinking about something and I post about it. So I don't think you necessarily need a strategy. And I think overthinking it can also prevent you from sharing as much as you should. And I think the more you post, the more you learn what works and what people react to. So I think it's a learning experience. I've noticed it with George. The, the more he posts and the, the more he gets feedback, the more he knows what people want and enjoy. And the second thing, I think it's very important to make it about the audience. So it's not about what you've achieved and what you've done. It's more about what, the, what added value you can bring to, to the people seeing that post. And yes, once in a while, you maybe advertise your online course or your, I don't know, some your, one of some of your services or products. But I think 90% of what you post needs to be added value to the people watching, uh, reading. Yeah. I think that's a core part of storytelling because we talk about gift giving. 
So if I want to sit you down for 90 minutes to show you a demo of some software, who's giving who the favor? You're giving me a huge favor to give me that time because I'm not really earning your attention because no demo is that exciting. But if I give a talk on stage, uh, gift giving is huge. So like sharing experiences and insights. So hopefully the content you're posting, it is a profound insight that is useful for you. It's interesting. It's a new perspective. Um, not, yeah, not always, but some. It's funny, some of my most successful posts, like if you ranked my most successful posts, the ones that have really gone big have been very controversial. Like they've they've struck a nerve and half of the audience is so offended. They're shocked that I would say that. And then the other half is like, we agree. Um, so I think the number one post that I did was I wrote a blog called This Is Why Your Data Scientist Sucks. And people... It's so funny because think of like all the hundreds of thousands of data scientists I've never met and they all took it personal. Like I know them and I know that they suck or something. And so they were, people still tweeted. I had someone tweet at me saying like, this is toxic. It should be deleted from the internet. And it's old. It's like eight years old. Oh, yeah. It's up there somewhere. But I, I, it was just part of my career journey. And then I did have a post that I did three years ago where I said data scientists are like leeches going from host to host, draining them of resources. <laughs> and like that one, like boom, uh, which is funny. Cause like I've definitely been at conferences where I've some of my most valuable people in my network have come out of these. Cause I gave a talk in Philadelphia where I told an entire audience of IO psychologists that they didn't understand statistics. I'm less likely to do that today. I'm a little bit smarter than that, but they were so offended that I would come to their conference and announce to the entire audience that they don't know statistics and I'll show them why. Um, but I made a lot of really good friends from that presentation. So like, no, they were asking questions like, do I need to go back to school and learn how to program? Yes, yes, yes. Like I was telling that to everyone. So I wouldn't recommend offending 95% of your audience to get 5%. But the interesting thing, the 5% of the audience that I was able to get they were really interesting because they're like high profile people in the government and at Facebook and other groups where they're finally entertained. They're like, Oh, this kid is interesting. This kid is funny. Does this kid realize how angry he's making this audience? Um, yeah. There's more people who want to make money from social media. So the theory is that you don't need a million followers. You need a thousand true fans to actually just, you know, make a living, not be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah those people who actually follow you, who want to learn from you and who, who will buy products ultimately. And, and I think that's huge to think of your followers as like, don't look at the counts, think about the quality. Mm -hmm. So there, there's probably followers that you're aware of that follow you and they mean a lot to you. And it's not because there's, a thousand, ten thousand, or a million. It's because, like, no, like these five people. I'm very, I'm honored that they give a crap about what I have to say because you show, you see them show up, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like they like and engage on your content. You're like, wow, you actually, you're way smarter than me. Why do you, why are you engaging? Yeah. So I had a question for uh, for what you said on the controversial content. Do you think then that social media algorithms are promoting controversial content? And I mean, that can have a downside as well. Yeah, because they uh, we call that FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. If it bleeds, it leads. Like that's been true for a long time. But now algorithms can take advantage of that. For my 
my post, this is why your data scientist sucks. That was actually selected by a human. I believe a human at LinkedIn, because early on with the articles, there was a human cur curation. Nice. There's like, so I think someone saw that and said, this is hilarious. And they, they put it into like, there's the million channel data channel. So they threw it into there and then it just went nuts. Um, but I think um, for controversial content, you're gonna get a lot of people jumping into the comments. Yeah. And so I bet the, the comment rate and the engagement, um, not that I like to upset people, but I do like posts that are polarizing because you can go read the comments and you'll learn something. Yeah. You're like, oh, you're seeing this whole other side of like, I did overgeneralize that statement or. Well, but you wouldn't have that much engagement unless you had that whole other side, that yeah. other population that agrees with you, right? Or whatever yeah. it is you said. It, I, I feel like those, not that everyone has to be controversial, but I love a post if you can, if you can get a big fraction of the audience, 20% plus that feels so strongly about it that they need to comment. Yeah. And then you have another side to that. Um, that sounds awful because it sounds like you're intentionally trying to mix it up. Yeah. Like right. think about like polarization in the U S in the political system. Right. It's, it feels like that, but you're doing that in the data science community. Yeah. I was thinking back to any, any of my controversial posts and I don't think I have a single one where, I mean, maybe it was like an, Hey, do you use R or Python or Tableau or Power BI? Well, don't start on those. They just go after I, each other. I, I see know. that. But I, I really don't think I have anything because I'm very non-controversial personally. Yeah, so I wouldn't like. Very yeah, if you want to fight, just do it. You know, I'm you win. I don't care. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go go somewhere else. I um, w one thing I forgot about is I wrote my. Do you guys remember when Microsoft Azure ML was coming out? Initially, it was a little awkward. Like, did you guys use the product initially? I, uh, Microsoft Azure ML. So they had they had like this WYSIWYG. You could connect some things and do different things. So I tried using it, and and I and it, I just didn't see the value. I'm like, I can program faster than this, and I and it's I'm not getting more additional value. And so someone called me at the end of the trial and said, "Do you want to buy?" And I said, "Well, I gave it a fair go, and I I don't see the value, and I feel like you're you have a product between two markets. It's not technical enough to help the technical people." It's not easy enough to make the non-technical people go. You're living between these two markets and the individual on the phone said, oh, we hear that a lot. It's like, oh, that's weird. You, you hear that a lot. But later this escalated. I ended up writing a, an attack piece. So I wrote this blog saying, this is why Microsoft Azure ML is failing. And I had a picture of a train going off a cliff. And you wouldn't think that would do anything, right? Oh, no. I would think that. So I... So I put I, I post so so I post I post this blog article and I go to bed and I'm like I, I wake up in the morning yeah and I wake up and I'm like maybe they'll have like a thousand views like I, I didn't think anyone would read it and then two days later I get a, an email from a principal data scientist at Microsoft that says read your article think it's hilarious I agree with everything you said and then he followed up a few days later and said there's an internal thread on this. Uh, and so I guess the salesperson on the East Coast saw it, freaked out and said, are, are we going to have a public response? And then there's this whole, it, yeah, so it was cool to know if you poke the bear, the bear will grumble. It didn't grumble publicly, but it did grumble that like, uh, we went on integrations. For some reason, your LinkedIn password didn't work for 10 minutes. <laughs>
And speaking of which, we do have a question here. And let's try and all answer at the same time, okay? So, yes. No, hold on. So, uh, Vishal is asking, which is your favorite social media site? Okay. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, Twitter. Just kidding. I hate Twitter. I can never read Twitter threads. Someone will tag me in the user interface. I I'm like, I, I yeah, give up. Yeah. I can't read this. I go in and click retweet a bunch of times in case I'm mentioned. I'm like, like, retweet. And that's pretty that's much the too. extent of it. I, I don't post there. I, I guess from LinkedIn, whatever I post on LinkedIn goes to Twitter, but I don't really go there to see if anyone's so you can buy a bot that'll do that retweet like for you. Yeah. On now. You don't have to bother mm. with it anymore. I feel like any recommendations? Yeah. Not just any bot, Acme bot. You, you know, mean? Azure ML works oh. great. Ah, okay, there you go. <laughs> Let's see. There's a question here. I can't see it. Okay, I'm sure you're the first member given you were setting up. Oh, no, actually, so that goes back to the circle question. I was not the first member. Scott Taylor really was the first member, and it actually has the number one next to him uh, because I was an admin. I didn't join as a member yet. Your membership is still circle. pending. My membership is pending. I have your, to get a... It's your circle. I, yeah, it's my right. circle. So yeah. I'm in your circle. Yes. But it's your circle. But soon I'm going to announce the inner circle. Oh. Nice level. I thought of this when I was running yesterday. Oh, I stopped, emailed myself. How, like, how do I get into the inner circle? You have to pay, Scott. You really? have to pay to get what? into that. What's your Venmo? <laughs> you Give me cash now. right here. I mean, I can't cash. You better pay now before the price goes up. Will you take donuts? <laughs> Bigger circles? Do you take hats? <laughs> no, I don't take hats. Please. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We do have another question here. All right. So the one thing that you love about your your business or your job, um, I, I like the people I work with. So I feel like there there aren't any jerks, and I feel like the people I work with are smarter than I am, and I can learn a lot from them. Um, I, I I think you you always want to work for a company where you feel like they're going up and to the right. Like you you want to work for a company that feels like it's going somewhere and it's growing and there's new opportunities and and so I think. That's what I like. I think you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say people. It was the first thing that came to my mind. Um, I also get along with everybody. I, I work with wonderful people. And then on top of that, uh, like being challenged every day. So I'm always learning something new, whether it's internally at a training or I'm learning from my team members. Um, but I like I like working in a place that's constantly like challenging me and teaching me new things. Yeah, same. Uh, for my full-time job, it's the people that I work with, my team in particular, way smarter than I am. So I'm always learning from them and they're just amazing to work with. As for the side business, I guess, the lights on data, I, I just love building what I'm building and uh, I guess it's helping people? people so far. People? Well, of course, the people that I'm I'm helping. Uh, what about the logo designer? <laughs> guys, guys, this is, it's still on the... <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> All of those, of course, I'm blushing. I'm, yeah. Look at the raccoon. It's a wolf. It's an insecure wolf. Next. Oh, you want to skip me? Go ahead. Okay, wants to skip me. Make it happen. I don't, I am working. I'm working right now. Believe it or not, I'm the only one actually working right now because this is my job. Yes. 
I have a ball doing this. Finally, I got out of the corporate life. I'm doing this content stuff. I'm working with brands consistently. It's a blast. I love the reaction. I love the feedback. I love doing puppets and cartoons and crazy creative stuff, writing books and this events. This is literally all I'm doing now. So I got to this point in my career where I could just do this. And it's uh, it's a blast. And don't forget the people because you know what? It's, it's really a people business. But the people data data people are you date we're data people really but it's really it's it's process it's technology but it's also the people don't forget people yeah. i work in adoption and change management so it's all about the people <laughs> and the thing that i like most in the company that i work with is are, are my colleagues and the culture in um in the group and even though we work remotely i feel like we're very close and what I love about this group here is the the level of connection that has been created through virtual uh, means I never thought it's possible for people to feel so close to each other just by seeing each other over screens and honestly so you see each other's feeds, you see what yeah. you saw in mind, what you're thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've never seen each other in person. And still when when I saw everyone, I'm like, look, these are my friends. There we go. Yeah. I see the back of your head. I never saw the back of your head. And also gotta say, Diana didn't mention me either, so we're like tied oh, again. Yeah, I didn't mention him. <laughs> what do you love about what do you love? Being dedicated. I mean, the boss is really nice. It's a wolf. God. So the boss at Dedicated is a really nice person. She treats me well. She makes me work a lot. Um, but I'd say my favorite, I am the boss, by the way, in case people don't know that. That's like, my, I know. My favorite part is really setting the vision for the company and pretty much doing whatever I want to do and whenever I want to do. So that whole flexibility of, you know, I, I pretty much work 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., um, Monday through Thursday, and everything outside of that is sort of a benefit. But people can't really book time with me uh, on those um, days or in those hours because I have two kids. So I like the flexibility that having my own company provides where right after we wrap up this live session, the whole group here is going to go help me pick up my kids from school. With candy. <laughs> with, with candy. <laughs> with, why donuts. Not? with donuts in hand. And, you know, working for the, the corporate the gig that I had before, it was amazing. And I learned a lot, but I think what this affords me is that flexibility and just really doing the things that I truly, truly enjoy doing. Thank you. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Any uh, parting words? Almost two o'clock. Yeah, almost quitting time yeah. here at Dedicated. So there's a question from Gabe. He says, is there an initiation to join the inner circle, like eating the most goldfish crackers in a minute? Yep. Gabe, if you start now, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> start eating them now and <laughs> we'll let you know. Let us know how you did in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Six, 60 seconds. You guys want crackers? Actually, I have yeah, goldfish. Yeah, the uh, TikTok goldfish cracker challenge. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's no initiation, uh, but you'll hear more about that in a few months. The the actual circle community will open up later this week, but we have yeah we have some members in there already. It's it's already overwhelming. It's only 50 people, and I'm already like, wow, this is going to be more than a full time job of just talking to people. But I love it, so it should be good. 
awesome. All right. Anything else? Parting words? Words of wisdom? I'm looking at Ben. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, I, I give the worst parting words. Um, I, I was on Ken's podcast a couple days ago. And we had a great conversation. And at the end, he said, how can people get a hold of you? And I was like, oh, Ben Taylor data. And this is my email. And then as soon as I said that on this podcast, I said, but if you're a junior data scientist wanting a job, don't ask for one. And then I realized like, uh, like that but 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 then i realized after i said that i was like well actually everyone can message me everyone's a good per everyone's a good person <laughs> but i think the number of do you guys do you guys get these the linkedin message where it's here's my resume and it's just like yeah here's the resume and I would. I, I wonder what the success rate is. Oh yeah. I want to be on the women in data list if I could do that. He literally so. got a message for to be a writer, and they said they need more, more women, women in data. data. Like, All right, I know some. <laughs> but the <laughs> thing is, guys, I got the same message, and it didn't say that line. It was kind of based without the women part. You. Um, <laughs> he said we need more data writers. I'm like. Okay, this is interesting. Who's who's the architecture guy from Gartner? Um, what's his name? The the influencer on LinkedIn that posts architecture pictures. Um, he works at Gartner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember how edgy his posts used to be? I. So he used to have LinkedIn posts where he would say, "If you have to ask how to become a data scientist, you'll never become one." And people would just. I can't believe you, you said like what you did. <laughs> well, he would do it more than I would, oh, yeah. but he was super witty. Dream crusher. <laughs> but he was super witty and he would cut like he, he would have these weekly cuts and then he stopped it. I just did pictures of pretty buildings. Yeah. Like I think I'll just do pictures of pretty buildings pictures. I don't know. I, I like when people drop truth bombs just yeah. where you've been thinking it but you haven't said it. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I Sometimes I, I don't even engage. That's how non-controversial I am. I, I will be like, oh, wow, I was thinking this exact same thing. Won't, won't even like it. Okay. Like, keep scrolling. Like, read read it all the way through. Read the comments, but then just keep going. Well, guys, you have so many <laughs> followers. You have so many followers that you have responsibility as well. They do. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you guys follow something or when you support something, you're fans will also be influenced by your opinion so i think i mean it's difficult i find to be you and to have so many people who actually listen to what you say so well done actually i admire you we will behave better and we will respond more quickly we will try to be more authentic and we'll remember that it's always about the people <laughs> There's always that creepy follower. There's always that creepy. There's always. Come on. In-person conferences. There's got to be that follower oh, yeah. oh, where you're at a conference. You're like, oh, and you turn around because. Okay, totally yeah, yeah. I know. I know Ben had somebody whisper in his ear that he was like someone's favorite data scientist or something. I, Look how excited I, you're Was it the data? Was <laughs> so I was in San Francisco giving a talk. And after the talk, it was cocktail hour in this drunk data scientist crazy drunk comes up to me and whispers in my ear and says you're the greatest data scientist in the world and you're the reason i came to this conference and it was like 1200 dollars a ticket i was like really 
and the best part is my boss, the CTO of Hireview, is standing right next to me, and he's like, "What is this?" But yeah. So have you had a drunk data scientist whisper in your? I've had a I've had a creepy one, and this was like a couple of years ago when when I was doing in person conferences, and um, a very creepy guy approached me after a talk and just was getting a little bit too close. My husband was attending with me. And he ended up having to get in between. And I think security came over just oh because God. he was getting oh. a little bit close. And I was like, this is strange. So it happens. It happens. Wow. <laughs> but this oh is God. a great sign, isn't it? I don't know. That means you, you are so well known by everyone. So it's if you get to that point where you have creepy followers, that means that you're doing something right. So maybe I need to return the favor. So anyone that's out there, I'll have a few drinks and I'll whisper that they are the greatest data scientists. If that, if that's useful, <laughs> would that cheer anyone up? Would you? I had a guy in an elevator. I'm in an elevator at this conference. He's just going to look at his phone. He looks up at me and then looks back down. He goes, oh my God. He goes, you do LinkedIn videos, right? I went, yeah. He goes, yeah, they're good. <laughs> so that was cool. i'm not getting mobbed yet you're, you're just famous in case you, in, the book, in the book there yeah, yeah. i don't want to crimp your 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 spine though because that book is still mint fresh you can sign the on raccoon. ebay oh there you go that's it <laughs> you have <laughs> yeah so yeah i mean there are definitely creepy people out there but like she said apparently it's a good sign so but we love it. We love the support. We love how fun people are. We yeah. love that they, you know, look for us to tell them fun stuff and give us great mm -hmm. feedback. And this is why we do it. I think all of us would agree that part of why we do it is to get the reaction, see the reaction, see if we've, you know, touched somebody or helped them explain something or given them some sort of insight or yeah, I mean, let them see something in a different way. Yeah, I think I'll just add, in addition to the creepy people, I think there's a lot more people that do get inspired and I do get a lot of messages uh, a lot of times from from women that's saying, you know, like, oh, I saw you doing this or speaking at conferences and I feel like now I could do it, too. And I love those messages because that used to be me. Like, I didn't really see that many women up on stage or now at the virtual stage. Uh, and the more you see that sort of the more normal it gets. Um, not sure if the men can relate, but I don't know. I get a lot of questions in direct messages about yeah. hints for speaking. Mm -hmm. I'm doing an interview for the first time. Okay. I'm doing a host for the, I'm doing on a panel. So that's fun. I don't mind, you know, chatting with folks around that, give them some, some tips. Maybe you can make some videos on it too. Yeah. I yeah. Guess. I could. Yeah. Yeah. You should. All right. Okay. We're going to go eat. Yeah. Let's go eat. I don't know about all of you, but we're hungry. We're going to go eat. We're going to go have lunch. Then we got to pick up Kate's kids. Yeah. Then we got to get the dry cleaning. We were shopping. <laughs> we come back here, vacuum, we're making us all dinner, and we're sleeping in the basement, slumber party. <laughs> then we're waking up tomorrow. We'll live stream again, six a.m. your time. Don't miss 5 it. Five a.m. And uh, wait, we need a group run as well. Are we running? Oh, oh boy, are we gonna no. stream Mario Kart tonight? Yeah, no, but we got yeah. the, the Amazon guy just showed up yeah, with yeah, uh, more hats, him. more hats for you, more books. I actually think it's a book. I just ordered the book on community building. Oh, perfect wow. perfect yeah. timing i think you should write that. yeah you could write oh yeah, maybe yeah. Actually, yeah. you could write one quicker than you could read all right, or go guys, straight all right so goodbye you. from the rack thank, thank you there we go bye, -bye. bye everyone